This is So Far So Rare, a podcast about all things so rare. This week, I spoke with It's Haber, aka Ryan Haber. He's a FIFA YouTuber who's recently got involved in So Rare. We talked about loads of things, including the late closing of Game Week 252, the rewards that haven't came at the time of recording anyway, the Russian cards not been given out as rewards, not been sold, etc., etc., the Premier League license and all that drama. We answered loads of your questions and just had a good time. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please do subscribe and please do leave a review wherever you're listening. Haber, aka Ryan, aka it's Haber. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I love podcasts. I love doing them. <laughs> one of my favorite things about this. <clears throat> it's less like you don't need to be as snappy as YouTube. Do you know the retention yeah. doesn't matter because all these people are diehards. They love it. <laughs> they live for it. They're, I don't know what they're at. They're probably on a commute, walking their dog, in the gym. Who knows what they're at? Where do you listen to your podcasts? I go out and walks. I go out and walks and listen to podcasts. Yeah, so just whack the earphones on and you forget you're walking half the time. It's mm. easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a dog walk podcaster guy and sometimes a commute guy. Um, but anyway, that's not what this is about. This is a podcast about So Rare. You come from the kind of FIFA world of making content. Um, you've been, we were saying beforehand, Nepenthes sort of badgered you to get involved. Um, that's just a bit of context for people listening. You've obviously Nepenthes has been on, Chani's been on the podcast already. Do you want to let people know just a little bit about yourself? Um, get them up to speed with where you're at in terms of So Rare? Uh, yeah, I, I started So Rare back in like September. Um, but I, well, I started my account in September because Nep would, just wouldn't shut up about it, saying mm-hmm. how cool he thinks he is, how, how cool he thinks so rare, or how cool he thinks he is as well. <laughs> how cool he <laughs> thinks he is. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he, he thinks he's pretty cool, to be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, he he was just saying about this this platform he's found so rare and how cool it was. Um, and, and actually, I'm a, yeah, I think I'm fine to say this. I didn't sign an NDA. I actually got approached by so rare a while ago to do a brand deal, and it, and it never mm-hmm. actually happened. That's how I first learned about it. And then Nep was going on about it a lot and saying how cool the platform is. So I made an account and not not to brag or anything, but first week I came 30th in the common league. So, you know. Oh, wow. Okay. Quite an experienced manager. Well, <laughs> you know, I not you've had like me on the podcast yet, you know. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah. If I'd have known that, I'd have fucking snapped you up. Jeez, I missed that one. We should do a YouTube uh, video around that. The SEO will be through the, through the roof. I came 30th in the common league, do you know? <laughs> I mean, don't mean to brag or anything, you know. It's quite, quite talented. It's over, clearly. Um, don't look at my gallery please it's, it's not good um but we will we look, uh, later on we'll look at your your gallery and <laughs> some trades. let's not um so yeah i got into it in september but then i never really got into it i, I wish i did because i get I, I look now at cards and their price now compared to september and if i just actually paid more attention and really got into it back then i'd i'd, mm. I'd have made a killing by now um but yeah so i, I properly started playing about three months ago two Two three months ago is where I probably started playing so rare and, and really getting involved because I think when you when you do FIFA and then you come over to so rare it's quite overwhelming because it's not coins now it's actual real money so it can be <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit scary um, but no I've really enjoyed it so far I think it's pretty cool uh, it's a really cool platform and it's different it's not like 
uh, fantasy Premier League where you log in once a week and do it. And, you know, I'm on SoRay every night. I'm literally just randomly mm-hmm. going through SoRay data and scouting out some random kid from the second Argentinian league that's going to get transferred to River Plate. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, mm. I'm on it now. I watch so much football as well. I just, I know ball. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think like something that Chani said, which might resonate with you was, I mean, there's the bringing the FIFA skill set in terms of the knowledge of the players and the guys with high potential and whatever else, uh, the ones to watch and that sort of stuff into so rare and then looking for those players. But equally, now maybe in your FIFA content, you will have a more in-depth knowledge of of European football and worldwide football as a whole. And the beauty of that, I think, is because it, it isn't like a chore. You know, if you if, if I think about myself, right, before so rare, if I wanted to learn about European football, having to go and sit down and watch some dodgy Japanese game or some dodgy Belgian game, I'd be like, oh, God. But whenever you have exposure to it in some way, you're so engaged and it means you learn better and you pick up players better and you're following injury news and you follow the right accounts. Have you noticed, like, in terms of your FIFA content, have you got a bit more in-depth knowledge or, like, there might be a player who's an inform or something on Ultimate Team and you're like, oh, I know that guy. That guy plays for River Plate and da-da-da-da-da. Or has is, is that happened yet? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm like, the coolest guy now. I'm, I'll be scrolling through Ultimate <laughs> Team. I'll open a pack and I'll get some guy, but he scored at the weekend. It was a great goal. I'll tell you who got the assist as well. You know, he got an 84-point score with his decisive. I'd like, I'd, I'm a nerd now. I'm such a football nerd and I love it. I know, I know yeah. so much about football now because I'm so clued on to every league, apparently. I don't even, I didn't know it was possible. I don't, how yeah, do I know about the K-League? How does that work? How, how does that happen? How do I know what a Sassinia is? <laughs> exactly, yeah. You say that so rare men approach you for a brandy. That's something that Nepenthe said quite openly, maybe Chani too. I can't remember. Um, and I'm not going to just keep lumping you in the same bucket, but they're your mates. Like, yeah. The thing, I mean, that obviously hasn't happened. You said that didn't come to fruition. But in terms of the future and maybe so rare content, is it somewhere you see yourself operating, somewhere you see yourself looking, or are you happy just playing away on the sidelines at the minute? Um, I would love to make so rare content in the future. Um, as I said to you just before the podcast, the only reason why I don't now is because I don't know anything about so rare. I still mm. don't, and I'm learning, and I'm making so many mistakes at the minute, and I'm losing so much money at the minute, and I don't want to accidentally put somebody onto the same path and make mm. them lose money they can't afford to lose to. I, I, I can afford to lose a bit of money here and there. It's not a huge issue because I'm, you know, I'm so eager to to sort of play so rare and learn so rare. I, I don't mind making a couple of mistakes here and there, but I don't want other people to make that mistake because of me, which is why I'm not making mm-hmm. content yet. But in the future, definitely. I would love to make some so rare content in the future. I'm just waiting until I am comfortable and confident that I'm not going to yeah. accidentally make someone's life a misery. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I was literally about to come on, like, pick a bone with you. Pick a bone with you? Is that a saying? Pick a bone with you? Have I made that up? Bone to pick with you? A bone to pick with you? You don't got pick a bone, a bone with pick. someone. I've got a bone to pick with you, boy. <laughs> it sounds a little bit sinister. It sounds a little bit X-rated, doesn't it? Well, sounds like something from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pick your bone. Anyway, um, Carl Toko Akambi, I was about to give you, give you some shit because you bought him off me. And mm-hmm. I see you've enlisted to the market, but yep. thankfully you've enlisted for less than you bought them off me for, so I don't care. I thought you were trying to use me as like flip bit. Thought- oh no, I literally only bought him for this game week. Ah, so that's I it. didn't You're have a to take Yeah, I didn't have him. I, I didn't have a forward for this game week. I think in fiat price, I might have him listed for a bit more than I paid for him. 
but Probably. in ETH price, I think it's lower because ETH went up a bit today. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I only picked him up for this game week. Little did I know, Payet is out for this game week anyway, so it didn't make a difference. Shouldn't I didn't uh, even have a team. Um, I've done it myself. Unfortunately, I've done it myself. yeah, yeah. So Robertson got benched as well. So sick. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Robertson. He's a cracker. You've got some beautiful players there. I see you have Lewandowski, don't you? You have Modric, Ferrari, Depayet. Um, you have some beautiful players. Even like Johnny Russell will be class over in the MLS. Is he doing well so far this season? He hasn't started too great. Rusnak no. as well. Yeah. The, Rusnak is an interesting one. He's not doing amazingly. Um, and I think it's due to the fact that he's just transferred to Seattle. And I think he's playing a, li- a little bit of a different role at Seattle than he was before. Um, mm. But I, I'm confident that he'll pick up for him. I actually watched Seattle the other day and he looked all right, to be fair. He didn't look like he was out of place or anything like that. I just think that they're, they're getting a lot of decisives through a lad called Montero at the minute. And there was a, a winger as well. Um, oh no, what's his name? Roldan, I think, as well. Maybe. I don't um, know the MLS as well as I should. <laughs> I'm trying to learn it. I'm trying. I'm. I just want a team for mid for for like the summer months. You know when the mm. the Champions Europe and Ch- Challenge Europe and that are all done. I want to. I still want to be able to play. So that's why I picked up some players now. Although Russell, yeah. I might move on Russell anyway and pick up Rui Diaz because Rui Diaz is on his way back to Sounders from an injury. So that might. Did be you care about really. the MLS before So Rare, or is all this alpha you're dropping from your time on So Rare? Yeah, no, I, I I didn't know shit about the MLS. I mean, I still don't know anything about the MLS now, but I don't know anything beforehand. No, I didn't. Um, I'm, I knew as much as whatever came out in FIFA was what I knew about the MLS, mm. and that was about it. So, No, that, that's brilliant. It, it's one of those. I don't know what it is about the MLS. Like, I like the idea of waking up to the, the Asian games results. Um, mm. I don't have any rare players, really. But in, in terms of the MLS, I don't really have anyone. I think I had like a little MLS contingent last year, but it had like George Bello, Ricardo Pepe, Cole Bassett, and Daryl Dyke. All four of them came to Europe. Yeah, none of those um, names mean anything to me. I don't know any of those guys. So they're all they're all under twenty three players who okay. yeah. had high potential in the MLS, and I was kind of running an MLS player t- a team with them, and then maybe I'd throw some of them under twenty threes because they're all young. But I've got such a good scouting eye, Haber, that. Europe came calling for every single player I picked in the MLS. Isn't that amazing? You should just <laughs> sign, for, sign for a football team. That'd be it. I mean, I don't know why I'm bothering with this fucking shit whenever I get exactly. do that. But um, yeah, anyway, people would disagree when they look at my Wesley trade. But I'm actually really excited for Wesley. Um, I picked up Tyson. They're both at a Brazilian team called, I think it's like International or something. Um, I'm looking forward to running those two guys over the summer. But I do need to build um, a summer team in rare. So that's where I need to go. And maybe the MLS is where I should be looking. But I digress. Um, there was something I was going to say to you there. I have a little, I have limited written down and a little circle around it. I, I forget. I forget. In terms of, uh, is there anything else to add, I suppose, in terms of your journey or where you're at, just to give people a bit of perspective? Like you've kind of come in, you've spent a bit of cash, you're playing every week now. Um, I mean, how you find it, it, if I was to say to you as a relatively new user, is there anything that's like a red flag to you or alarming you? Or is there anything that you're absolutely loving that stands out either side of the spectrum? Um, I just enjoy... Kulisevsky the... just scored. Sorry. Oh, I have, yeah, I have so a Kulisevsky super rare. Yeah. Yes, baby. Yeah. No, I am um, in general, to be fair, I'm not really... I don't know. I see a lot of a lot of people talking about this issue, that issue, you know, in the in the discords and stuff like that. I don't really pay much attention to it, to be honest. I kind of just like 
I learn better when I do my own thing on something, and usually it's the the not the right thing to do, and it, and it's proving mm. it's not the right thing to do in in certain aspects. But it just it sticks with me well better if I, you know, if I do something my own way as opposed to take advice and so the worst the worst thing I want to do the one thing I didn't want to do is is ask everybody for advice. I, I'll ask a few things here and there, but ask everybody for all different pieces of advice, and then take advice from someone and it go wrong, and then in my head I'm I'm not angry with myself and then angry with that person because they told me to do it. And it's like, I don't, I would never want to put blame on someone. So I always try and learn myself with that sort of stuff. But I don't know. There's, there's all the, I see all these issues with, I don't know if that you never walk alone or Blackpool or all that, all that rubbish. I don't know what any of it even means to be honest. I don't even know what's going on. Um, I haven't chose to really look at it. Um, but so far I'm loving the platform. I think it's, it's super interactive and, and, you know, I'm really enjoying watching really random football games. Like if BT <laughs> sports got the French league, I'm watching it, you know, like get Marseille yeah, yeah. game on at 8 PM. You know, what I mean? it's, it's Love mad. It. Like I have a little horn for, um, Fenner these days cause I've got Coco and I'm now got a gear trader and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, yes. You know, like if I see the games on, I'm like, that's me now. Not in a million years that I ever think I'd care about Feyenoord versus like, I don't know, some shitter like Vitesse yeah. or something. You know, I never <laughs> thought I'd care about that. But now it's like Sunday sorted. You know, that's me now. Um, but no, I think it's an interesting point you bring. I think like obviously people listening to this podcast, if you listen every week, you better have left a review and I hope you've subscribed. But I mean, w- because of the nature of this podcast, and I find when I listen to so I'm about to go on a spiel here, so sorry. When I listen to so rare content, people like this stuff, and I know I put out content like this myself, but I don't really enjoy following content that's really like player, like person, manager, gallery specific. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't care about your gallery, I care about my gallery. Yeah. So I like to listen personally to kind of bigger picture conversation around what so rare is and what's happening and that's what this podcast tends to be then because i like to talk about the issues that it's facing the things they're doing well the things they aren't doing well sentiment within the community potential things that could happen in the future x y and z so that's what this is but because i kind of live in it because i host this podcast it's like it can be easy and maybe for people who listen it can be very easy to forget that like for people like yourself, and I'd say for 90% of the platform, we all live in our little echo chambers on social media and whatever else. There's a lot of people who just back so rare for a bunch of different reasons. They know there's risk involved, but they're more than happy just plodding along, having fun playing so rare as it is in its current iteration, not worrying too much about the future in terms of like, oh no, they didn't score this, or oh no, multi-accounting legislation and rules and T's and C's. Like, instead of, like, quite often I'll say in this podcast, like, to be honest with you, I know I should care, but I don't give a fuck. Because it's like, just, there's a lot to be said for just enjoying the game if you trust the whole, if you trust the the idea and the concept long term why worry yourself about the month the weekly or monthly ongoings if you back the product over the next couple of years you know just tune out have some fun and like maybe we don't all need to care so much about the nitty-gritty of the intricacies of day-to-day management of so rare um but i do think it's important obviously to to know because if that's where you've got your money you need to be kind of following it and know when to maybe de-risk if you don't like the way things are going but like yeah, that was a big, long-winded spiel, which probably was quite incoherent. But it's just about the fact that, like, a lot of us, a lot of people listen to this podcast, we probably love a bit the drama a bit too much, and following the general discord. Who gives a fuck? Do you know? I love that general it's, discord, though. I do love it. It's yeah, just like it's funny. There's so many. 
I don't, I'm trying not to offend people, but it's just, it just appears to be a lot of middle aged men angry at each other for no reason a lot of the time. Mm. Um, Everyone I mean, wants the same thing. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It, if it was FIFA, I'd probably be really clued in. I'd know what's going on. Oh, EA yeah, did this and I'd be really angry at this. But because it's a platform I'm quite new to, I'm actually quite blissfully ignorant and I'm mm. just choosing not to really pay attention. But I do love scrolling through that general chat and just seeing people going at each other. They just, I just, I love it. Like, I know it's toxic and it's awful, it's negative, but like I do love a good dogfight here and there. It's like a car crash. It's like Love Island. It's like Love Island. You're getting you. You feel stupider from watching it. You know you should be watching it. Your IQ is going down, but it's like, oh man, I just want to see him call that guy a cunt. Go on, do it. I dare you. You know, Um, like I've just opened it for the crack, and like the last few messages are okay actually, but like it's so funny when you see someone just come in out of nowhere and then the disagreements. I don't know how people have the time for it. Um, no, I don't either. I have no idea. Says me who sits here on Twitter twenty four seven and making content. Anyway, um, yeah. So in terms of like recent drama, to kind of just summarize it because that's what we do here. Game Week 252 has been very late closing. There was no rewards video this week because my YouTube because the rewards haven't came yet. Um, and another news, so rare haven't credited Kulisewski with the assist, but Flash score have. Um, he didn't get the goal in the end. It sounds like one of those where maybe he hit a shot and it flicked off Romero. So I'm, I'm keen to see a, a replay, but I'm just hoping he gets something for that because I'd hate to not get the points. But yes, Game Week 252 hasn't closed. Um, rewards are late. I mean, honestly, for me, it's a case of, all right, we all want the rewards. But, like, these things happen. In my perspective, I'm kind of looking at it like Opta are the industry leaders, you know? Opta are. They rely on Opta as the industry leader and company that provides stats. They pay them, no doubt, a lot of money for a package. One in thousands of games goes wrong. And I mean, it does happen sometimes where like maybe they've had issues. I don't actually know what it was here. Did they, could they not get a feed or they couldn't review the game somehow? But like technical issues, I think they just said. Shit happens, you know? That's not, in my opinion, So Rare's fault. It's Opta's fault. Now, where the issue comes is should So Rare's T's and C's or the game rules have a disclaimer or something that if if a game hasn't been scored by the end of the deadline, it will not count. Or if it hasn't been scored within six hours after the deadline of the start of the next game week, it shouldn't count or something. Because I think it's a, a t it's a it's a, a rules problem more than a their their relationship with Opta. Because I mean what are you gonna do? Go and get the second best guy, the second best stats provider as a backup mm. whenever you never really need them. It doesn't make sense. Um, and what's to say they'll do it any better? In my opinion, I don't know if you've any thoughts about it. I like the. I don't know about... See, the thing I find harsh is I'm tr- trying to put myself in the shoes of the people that have... Was it the Tessel Kobe play, uh, uh, team and the Degao De FC or something? I don't know how to pronounce that. I think you, and Vissel Kobe. Yeah. Kobe yeah. Like if I had a Vissel Kobe stack, right, and and... You know, they they won like three 0 or something, and I and a great chance of rewards. I'd be fuming if if they didn't count it because of an opta issue, right? Uh, mm-hmm. At the same time, I mean, I don't have any rewards this week, so I'm not waiting for anything. But if I was waiting for like a star rare or something, and I could have sold it to improve my team for this upcoming weekend game week, I'd also be fuming. So yeah. I, I see why both sides are quite angry. 
but like you say, this this stuff happens, and it's. It, I've been on the platform for three months, and this is the first time I've seen it happen, where it's like you know a day or two later, and we still don't have the results. And I and I appreciate that they're trying to do the right thing by the people that have got thousands of pounds invested in players that who have played and it's not been scored yet. I, I do appreciate they're trying to fix it, I guess, but it is it's a tough scenario, and I, I don't really have a side that I'm on. I just see both sides POV and I think both are rightfully angry. But at the same time, a bit of patience is, mm. you know, we we don't need to lose our shit over this. I think it's better to be right than to just close it off. And I think it's better to, like, the thing is, I think it's semi-important, it's pretty important that people get their rewards before next game week yeah, closes. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So they and they've said that we're recording this on Wednesday. They've said that the game week will close on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I think they said that in Discord earlier. So like that's good enough for me. Like, oh what? I didn't get my reward yesterday and I couldn't flip it quicker and then make that money move and get a deal done mm-hmm. over the line. I mean, I get it, but I mean, like, it's not the end of the world. The reward's delayed a wee bit. For me, I don't think there's any issue with like Opta and you see all these calls for it. It's not good enough for a multi-billion dollar company not to have a backup or a contingency plan or, do you know, why haven't they got their own guys who review games, you know, and mm. score games. And, you know, you get to the stage where, you know, if you go to a different provider than Opta, maybe they won't provide the stats that are required or to the same level, the same tier of coverage. It's all this type of shit, basically. That Again, it goes back to like, do we really need to worry ourselves about it? Yeah, Just I play don't the think fucking so. game, man. Do you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're gonna get your rewards. I mean, it is annoying. Like maybe you'll be opted out of a a tier zero or a tier one or even a reward at all, or maybe out of your threshold. But I mean, like, if they get it right, that's all that matters. In terms of getting it fucking right, I'm raging. I'm cursing a lot today, so sorry if anyone's listening with their kids in the car. You probably shouldn't do that. Um I had a lineup in under twenty three rare pro midweek last week. Mm-hmm. And Seol Young Woo, who plays for is it Ulsan, won a penalty in like the eighty second minute or something, and it was converted. So he got a decisive action, and his score jumped massively, and it knocked me off the podium. It knocked me from third to like sixth. Right. And if he hadn't have got credited with that winning a penalty, or if they hadn't won that penalty, I would have podiumed and I would have got a Julian Alvarez. I ended up with like a Bayender, whatever. I mean, still grand, I'm happy. But like the bloody Korean League refereeing association or whoever have come out since and said, yeah, that was a mistake. That should never have been a penalty. Even after VAR, they, they butchered it on the day. They've actually come out after and said, yeah, we got that one wrong. Sorry, guys. And I'm like, oh, oh, it hurts even more now that you've admitted it. <laughs> Do you know? That's bad. Shit. Yeah. I'd be, I, I would be livid as well. To be fair, have you had any really sickening baits that have stuck with you yet? Um, trying to think, have I? I do remember. Oh God, this isn't right. Like that, it wasn't one that I was upset about really because it was. I got, I, I missed out on on threshold. But I do remember I was chatting to my friend Josh, and I was like, "Oh, mate, my 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 rare team's already over threshold, and mm. I've still got two players to play." And as I say that, uh, Hilgers concedes a, concedes an own goal, I think. Um, and then I can't know if he got sent off or, or or if he got injured and came off. But he got zero points. And then two players oh, didn't play, and I didn't even I didn't even get my threshold. I was like, I looked so silly because I was like saying, "Yo, look, this is too easy." And then boom. Um, yeah. Apart from that, do I think have I missed out on anything? 
Lewandowski annoys the hell out of me. That guy can go f himself. I just yeah, you, you bought him oh. and he did nothing for weeks, was it? Yeah, and then he scored yeah. a hat trick and you didn't play him or something. What happened there? I didn't captain him. I captained Verratti instead, and Verratti obviously PSG get knocked out of the Champions League the one time. And I even said, I said, guys, I'm captaining Verratti, so make sure you captain Lewandowski. And he goes and gets a hat trick <laughs> in thirty minutes. That guy, honestly, I've he got. Purpose. I'm gonna have to break your heart. Andy Robertson doesn't start. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I saw he wasn't it's starting. A, I'm winding you up. I think he is starting. I'm oh, just he is trying starting. to break your heart. What? Oh no, I, I think <laughs> he isn't starting. It, on so rare data, he's not. I haven't got the thirty. Oh no, he is starting. Oh, maybe I was just trying to break start. your heart live and play a little bit of a practical joke. You know the whole impractical jokers sort of shit. Yeah. Well, I don't mind that actually, anyway because Payet is suspended for this flipping game week anyway, so it literally yeah. makes no difference to me, unfortunately. Oh, well, then it doesn't matter to you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I It looks like they haven't credited Kulisevsky with anything, and I did a quick search on Twitter, and people are there's a bit of uproar about it. Um, but look, it is what it is. Let's hope Trent can destroy Arsenal, or Odegaard can do something for my other lineup. But... Um, yeah, so opt out whatever. Yeah, none of us, neither of us particularly passionate. I think that for me, my, my if I was to sign it off in one line, for me, my opinion, my stance, my take is it's a rules thing. I mean, I don't think there's any issue with the relationship between them and Opta and where they get their data from, where they get their scores from. I think the issue, not necessarily an issue, but I think it just needs to be ironed out. Like, what is the process if this happens again? Um, is it a case of rewards will be postponed to a Thursday and that's what happens? And if X does happen, why happens and then this happens I just think it needs to be clear going mm. forward um, and I think there's a lot of issues coming out these days around the, the historic T's and C's and rules because they're not fit for purpose with the scale of the company and how it's grown things have changed um, so I mean it's just a bit of catch up there so anything else on that or will we move on to the next topic oh, I can move on yeah I'm we'll not passionate on. about it yeah so this is just another one um, this is from announcements Brian hopped in um, Dan was off in the Emerald Isle, Ireland, for his holidays. Um, and Brian replaced him for a little announcement on the Discord. Russian Premier League cards, so rare will not be minting. This was actually a, a, like a while ago, but I recorded last week's podcast very early, and we haven't talked about this. Um, so rare won't be minting or auctioning Russian Premier League cards starting on the March the fourth, which is nearly two weeks ago at time of release here. Um, and we'll be removing. The Russian Premier League from scouting season March until further notice. They've also decided not to issue Russian cards as rewards. Um, during this time, managers will be able to use their existing Russian cards and trade on the secondary market. Um, yeah, any thoughts? I, I respect that they're, they're standing in solidarity with Ukraine. Apart from that, I don't really know. Uh, it, it's whatever to me, really. It doesn't, mm. doesn't really bother me. I think it's one of those where... Yeah, I think a lot of people across the world are coming out with sanctions and platforms are coming out with things. And I don't know if FIFA done anything to do with Russia. No, I, I think they did the same thing. I think they've removed like Russian players from packs and stuff. So, yeah. But they're not taking them out of your club. Like if you have the player. Oh, you yeah, the player. no, you still have it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the fair move. I mean, people would have been calling for like, like Russian games shouldn't be scored and all this, but that just penalizes people whose fault it isn't. And, you know, people have bought mm. these, these NFTs are theirs. Um, so I respect the fact that people can still score with those players. It also protects the values of them somewhat, um, which, you know, is good for everyone, everyone yeah. involved. But yeah, I mean, I respect their decision not to auction them. I mean, that means so rare and profiting from them. I think the not issuing rewards, 
that's a funny one. So like in terms of, yeah, good. For me, when I look at this, there's like three things. It's good that people are still able to use their cards and trade them in the market. It's good that they aren't minting them or auctioning them. But the one thing that's up for any sort of debate for me is they're not issuing them as rewards. Now, I don't even know what the more where the moral compass is on this. I don't I don't even know where this what I should feel about this. But the two sides to me are okay, yeah, that's fair, that's noble, that's solidarity with Ukraine. Okay. That whole side. The other side is we're taking rewards out of the reward pool whenever the rewards are already being criticized enough. And I mean, it is again, this is the like the context for people listening to this podcast. This, this is a so rare podcast. We have to talk about it from a so rare perspective. Like if this isn't about me saying like, Oh, whatever about Ukraine, what about our so rare rewards? It's not like that. It's about coming at it from the so rare perspective, because this is a so rare podcast. That's the perspective we have to look at it from. Do you think removing rewards is a good call, bad call, indifferent, whatever? I don't think anyone's going to kick up a fuss because at the end of the day, it is back to that, like, in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't fucking matter. But, like, it is maybe a conversation. It's the only part of it that I could see someone being like, but rewards are already shit. We bought these cards with the 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 thought that we could win those cards, and now those are out of the reward pool. Ooh, do you know? Do you care? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Is there any, like big Russian league players that that go for a lot that people are on the lookout for with rewards or be some youngsters who'd be monsters like Zakarian would be a killer um I mean there are there are definitely players there who fit the matrix massively and dominate yeah Senate players and stuff there are big value players there big scores 100 percent yeah like that I that sucks for people I guess if they if they end up getting some stinker when they could have got like you know, one of the players you mentioned, I guess. But for me, I don't know much about like the... So what I've only known the prize pool and the prizing system since I've got here, right? I don't know if it was different before or maybe because it was less players on it, was it was it made it different. Um, I have seen people talk about the, the prize pool already being a bit short for the player base and things like that. Um, again, I didn't, I didn't know it before, so I only know what mm. I know now. Um, it would be nicer if if you could definitely win more awards. Um, I don't know. Does taking these players out does that make it easier to get other players? Like for example, if there was a Senate player in, in as a star rare, and you take him out, does that make a different star rare easier to get? That is maybe a better or worse player. I don't know how they've done it in terms of like um, like if they take a reward out of the star pool, do they replace it or does that yeah, just increase that, yeah. the odds of you? Getting, I, I don't know the answer to that. Um. Yeah. Look, I don't think anyone's going to throw the toys out of the pram, or anyone really cares. It's just a case of like, I think that's the only part of this that could be up for any sort of contention or debate. I think the other parts are like, yeah, yeah good stuff. Yeah, fair play. Taking the rewards out. Yeah. Okay. I don't think anyone's gonna gonna worry about it. But will that reduce the reward numbers, or are they buffing it out elsewhere? Maybe they're buffing it out. I mean, if I was so rare, what I think the right move for so rare to do there, and I actually don't know. I definitely could have. There's people who know the answer to this. Didn't really plan on talking about this before we sat down, but you know, if they've bolstered the rewards, like okay, well, we've taken out Russia. Let's throw in an extra ten percent from all the other eligible leagues, or an extra few here and there, you know, to buff buff up the numbers. I mean, if that's happened, fair play. I actually haven't really noticed. I think the rewards have gone up the last couple of weeks, so maybe they're doing that. Um, 
Russian rewards out to be fair I mean I, I get you know we don't want to profit off the off of Russian players right now with the conflict but I don't understand why like it's there's no malice in giving them as mm-hmm. rewards is there so that that doesn't really make much sense to me I don't know they're just doing that to for the trifecta you know oh we won't we won't mint them we won't sell them and we won't give them out as rewards at all if they just yeah. want it completely stopped that doesn't make sense to me but I mean I, I'd hope they've got people hired that whose job it is to think about these sort of decisions yeah. right from all, all different angles I th- yeah I, th- I think like <sighs> I had a good point there the rewards yeah so I think in terms of the auctions and in terms of selling cards there might be deals with specific Russian clubs or the league where based on the sales there's like a revenue share so yeah. by selling them you have to pay them a percentage and then you're funding Russian business and whatever else, sanctions, all the rest. I get that. Rewards, though, surely rewards are just rewards and they're given away. I doubt so rare have to pay Russia for every reward they give out. It's probably a case of any revenue we generate. There's a share there. Um, but anyway, look, we're getting into the nitty gritty. Bottom line is, I think overall, as an announcement and a decision and a stance, I mean, you can't criticize them for it. It's just trying to something to talk about, isn't it? That's so rare related. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I don't think there was anything else mad that happened um, or has happened. I mean, there's a lot of bitching and moaning about different wee things, of course. The thing I'm very excited for is we were told that we would have an update on all those big things that I can't wait to hear about at the end of March. There's two weeks left. So in the next two weeks, there has to be a significant announcement. Do you know, is there anything you're hoping to hear? Is there anything you're looking forward to? Do you want to know what a progress bar is? Do you want to know what the scoring matrix will look like next year. Do you want to know if limited pro is going to be a thing? Is there anything you want to hear about or care for? Or are you just having fun playing rare? All three of those things is the first time I've ever heard about any of them, to be fair. So um, <laughs> that would be cool. Um, I didn't even know there was a big March announcement, to be fair. I had no when idea. When I say a big announcement, it's not like, don't get excited. It's not like a big announcement, like, oh, we have a big announcement coming. Everyone get ready. We're going to the moon. It's more a case of like, We've neglected our communications and comms for so long right. and not updated you on things that you need to know about. We will have an answer by the end of March, is what right, they said. That makes sense. Um, for me, do you know the one thing I would like to know about? And I didn't really, I wasn't around when this first got introduced, but why are there legends on there? Why is Maradona? Boom, there's viable? one of the big things. Who, like, what even is I don't, that? I don't get. I don't understand why they're there. Do they have utility? What is going on? Don't start me. I've went <laughs> off on a rant. Honestly, the last two weeks in this podcast, I've bitched and moaned about that for probably 10 minutes. I'll summarize it quickly to answer your question. They came out, they released the Legends, the footage, the, the promo videos were unreal. The players they landed exclusive NFT contracts with were huge, Ronaldo and co. Um, they came out with an idea for utility, which was basically a player will score the same. Have you heard this? This bit? No. So basically a player would score, like if you have a Cruyff Ajax forward card, he would score on a game week the same as the highest Ajax forward scores. But th- that would overpower SO5 and every, every winning team would just be stacked with legends. So they were never going to be able to play in the actual game that we play. They right. had decided there would be special weekly type things and not even the special weekly, their own legend special weekly. So basically these cards would have their own game their own utility right. it was like a side game for legends um 
and they would score in that respect and you would win rewards through that game or win whatever you win through that game. They didn't announce it. Uh, but they said they said that's how it was going to work. These things will be coming soon. Da, 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 da. That was back in September, October. And lo and behold, nothing has been delivered. Which is probably, and the reason I keep bringing it up, and I do want to move on because I'm not lying here, but like I've bitched about this for 10 minutes on the previous two podcasts. <laughs> People will be sick of me talking about it. It's one of the first times, I think, since I've been on So Rare, that they have like categorically, indisputably overpromised and not even underdelivered, not delivered. Not delivered it's all, like yeah. it's not good enough. It's the first thing that they've done. I mean, they've done a few things, but I mean, this is the first thing they've done that I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, that's really bad. Like, you have let a lot of people down. Yeah. Um, so I would I am really hoping they give us an update on on the legends. It can't be hard to throw something together for them. And I think it's like maybe people aren't bitching enough about it. I'll do it for us. Don't worry. I think it's a disgrace. So look, that that's where we're at with Legends. We'll move on because otherwise this will be another Legend cast. Um, <laughs> I've opened yeah. a can of worms there, haven't I? Maybe no one else cares. And it's not even that I have loads of them. I have a few of them in Limited. I'm, I'm giving away all my Limited rewards this year, so I'm not worried. Yeah. Like Personally, financially, it's it's a case of you've fucked up here, lads, and it's annoying me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, hopefully we have an update in the next week or two hopefully in the podcast in the next couple of weeks I'll be able to dissect an AMA or talk through something with you um, and again check out my YouTube John Nellis um, I've renamed it John Nellis so rare not just John Nellis M- crazy I know what does that what does that mean it leaves the door open for a, a channel where it's just me joshing around being a crazy guy Doing crazy things here, but who knows? Would, anyway, that, would, um, would you call that channel Josh Nellis? Could you be just joshing around? Because I'm just joshing around. Exactly. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> anyway, there actually aren't. I don't think there's a Josh Nellis. I have like 40 cousins and there's not one Josh Nellis. Do you know what? Here's a side story that's really shit. Um, I shouldn't tell. This is just crap. This is shit content, man. But here we are. Basically, I hate my name being John Nellis because it's like, oh, John Ellis or John Nellis. Right. That was something that was overlooked when my mom and dad named me. Um, so I've any if I have any kids, they won't have names at end and end. So Josh fits the bill. Um, anyway, this is per per content here. But let's move into some questions from the community. <laughs> um, I did say anything goes here. <laughs> I did say that. Um, so I put out saying you'd be on, and we got a load of questions. It's great. Um, there seems to be, tell me this, have you found anything of this or is this just me? I'm going to stir the pot here and have some fun. Have you found any like stigma towards FIFA YouTubers coming into the space or people coming in and just like, do you get any shit for just coming in and being in the uh, either from your FIFA guys being like, oh, look at this guy trying to like promote SoRare or from SoRare guys being like, well, this dickhead, he knows nothing about SoRare coming in from FIFA. He's just here for money or something. Do you, do you get any of that? A little Because I see yeah. it. A little bit. I've had a few people that think that so rare is this Ponzi scheme. And I'm when I show people like on stream, I'll show people my gallery, my SO5 lineups, and I don't even promote so rare. I, I don't promote my referral link. I don't, you know, I've, I've, I have the platform to do it and I haven't done it yet because I, I'm waiting until I feel comfortable with doing that. But I've had people who think that I'm promoting a Ponzi scheme. I'm somehow benefiting from it. And I don't think that's necessarily 
because of my background in FIFA, I think that's just people's overall outlook to NFTs and things like that at the moment. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people that are scamming these crypto scams and stuff with a lot of YouTubers, I think has left a stigma with people. So they think anything that's new that involves NFTs or crypto is some kind of Ponzi scheme. That's that. And with me, Chani Nep, doing it all very similar timing wise, you know, getting involved heavily, people just think we're bigging up a Ponzi scheme to then take money out and then drop it which is obviously not the case. Mm-hmm. So it's massive. So it has been huge before we even got into it. Um, so I've had a little bit of that. And then I've had a few people from so rare. I've not had people mean to me, but I've, I've had a few people that have been quite patronizing and condescending towards me um, mm. because of obviously how different the platforms are. It feels like so rare is way more mature and the audience is a lot older compared to FIFA. And in yeah. that I've had a few experiences with people that have been a bit older than me that have, patronized me condescended me um in that regard but apart from that it's been it's been all right to be fair the transition has been pretty cool i think the community is really cool a lot of the guys that um obviously i think that you talk to a lot and and in in your discord are, are really cool as well i've had a lot of cool conversations there so yeah for the most part most people have been cool but there are a few that's the internet though there's a few weird people on the internet that just make a big deal out of anything yeah no I, I completely agree. It's one of the weirdest ones I'm finding these days. And this, again, could be something that people listening either don't give a shit about or it's relevant. But I'm going to be, I'm just going to talk about my perspective for a minute. Like, there's this, there's like a minority. It, it is the loudest kind of minority in terms of like, again, back to the whole echo chamber, social media, whatever else. But there's people in the Sora world. It is that more mature audience. Um, and I think they think that they're being really savvy or like they, they are, are, unearthing some groundbreaking news whenever they're like oh my god so rare affiliates make money and they're making content but they're trying to act like they're being good and making content but really they're just doing it to make money and it's like oh really so you think that the 500 hours i've put in so far this year or the last six months to make content should just be completely for free and that i'm doing it for the crack I'm doing it because I love the content. I love the product. I love, I'm passionate about it. You can see that. I love the community. I'm flying all over Europe trying to meet people going out for a pint. I genuinely love the whole thing. I love football. But people, it's like this, there's like this minority of little small-minded, probably better 30 to 40-year-old men who are like, I can't believe that he's not just a purist and doing this all out of the good of his heart. Imagine sharing your affiliate link or having ads on your videos. Like fuck off! Like, oh, no, it's so uh, silly. And there, those there's, there's a really well, like, they will they will yeah. try and and make as much as they can from each deal, and they won't ever uh, take money in their own pockets to anybody. Do you know what I mean? Like those same people, they don't live by the standards they set for for content creators. They think that we should be these all holy saints, and they get to just then practice whatever they want behind the screen. It's just yeah, it's like I mean. I put out content and this is me just going off on a little self again, self-indulgent talking about myself, my own perspective, because this is like, again, it's the kind of half a percent, not even of people who listen, but you know, the comments, you do see some of them. I've muted half the people that write these comments anyway, because I'm just like, I don't need to deal with that shit. But like, you do see them and you do question it and you do sort of think about it. But like, I really want to transition into full-time content creation. I love making content about so rare and I can't do that unless I have an income. 
I need to feed myself and my dog and my girlfriend. <laughs> Why did I say my dog first? Um, <laughs> and you know, that's really bad. I need to feed my family. I need to feed myself. I need to just move on. I need to keep the lights <laughs> on, you know? And it's like, how is that supposed to happen unless you do promote your affiliate link until, unless you do promote things? So like, look, I think 90% of people know that. And those haters listen, lo- listen. I know they do, so and I hope you enjoyed that, you pieces of shit. Um, so, Haber, um, question time. We in? Will we do yep. it? Let's do it. I've got a flash score notification. I kind of like doing these during um, game nights. Oh, Leila 1-0 up. Go on, Leila. Against Chelsea. Yeah, Go I wonder on, who Leo. won the penalty. wonder who won the penalty. Let's see if it'll tell us. Yilmaz uh, scored it. I don't know who won it. Um, Jorginho conceded it. He was the one who tackled someone by the looks of it. So in terms of questions, most liked first, Jay Fraz. Jay Fraz asked, speculating on potential positive advancements on the SoRare platform, what change could the SoRare team make within the realms of reality which would enhance... Oh my God! Sorry, Jay, we're coming back to you. How did I not think of this? The Premier League debacle. Did were you Did you follow that the other day? You did. So, no, I didn't. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. okay. So you probably, you probably of, yeah. It's through the grapevine. Yeah. But basically, in a nutshell, I didn't follow it like to a T. But an article came out from a semi reliable source. I imagine, I don't know who they are, but I mean, people took it as if it was gospel. So I imagine they're reliable. And it said that Consensus and Dapper um, are the two front runners or like the ones that have agreed to, in principle, a deal for the Premier League NFT rights. So I woke up to that on, I don't know, Monday morning, maybe Sunday morning, Monday morning. And obviously everyone's quote tweeting it and being like, oh no, so rare I've dropped the ball. This isn't good. Mixed with, oh, they weren't ready for it anyway. Do you know, it's probably good for the platform to mellow out a bit and get used to it and then we'll get it next year. There was this kind of mix, but I mean, it was the whole thing was that we aren't getting the Premier League which everyone's been very excited for. And I mean, it is one of those things that if it didn't actually come I would still really enjoy the platform, but I think it does limit the upside and the amount of people that could potentially get involved long-term. Anyway, that was what was said. Uh, People all took it as gospel. People were all retweeting and getting a bit panicky. And then Nicholas, the CEO, came out and said something like, I'm paraphrasing and getting this wrong. I can't be arsed going clicking through the tweets. He basically said, no one said there's going to be no Premier League. We started set out this year hoping to have the top 20 leagues on board it, and I'm still confident we can do that by the end of 2022. Um, and basically, there was something around like it's under a different license. So I might have said this last week. I might not have. I heard through the grapevine. I'm pretty sure I said this last week, and I'm just repeating myself, but that it would be that I heard through the grapevine that so rare have two major MLS sports down and one of them basketball isn't out of the question is what i was told which implied to me that i always thought top shot was in the way but that was explained to me that top shot is a collectible license so rare could get the gaming license for the nfts right Mm -hmm. so let's take that over to the premier league what i think's happened here is maybe maybe the licenses for the collectibles have been agreed, but there's still ongoing conversations about the gaming license i don't think nicholas comes out and makes statements like that if they weren't going to get it. It actually made me more confident 
than less confident. And the other thing is that Consensus, which I think is the company that might own MetaMask or something to do with MetaMask anyway, they're actually an investor in so rare. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of way, there's a, there's a lot of like Chinese whispers and bits and bobs coming out. No one really knows. But for me personally, I am more bullish now based on how Nicholas reacted. They could have sat there and said nothing, but they came out and said something. Yeah. Um, so I, if I had to get, I think it's more likely we get the Premier League now than less. Maybe people disagree. Maybe people think, of course, you'd say that. You want people to go and sign up and spend money and you're an affiliate and whatever. But like, that's how I feel. Did you I, catch any of that or like, what do you think? I, I, so I did see a bit of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it like, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of how these deals, the, specifically NFT deals, NFT deals work. But from my experience in this industry, there are so many different subcategories and subsectors within licensing that it, I think it is very possible that that you know NFT licenses can be granted to multiple different companies for mm. in different subcategories. So for me, I'm not worried. I, I would love so rare to get the Premier League licenses because I think the website uh, will absolutely boom if they get the Premier licenses. Um, and I think also I've been approached by a few different companies that are doing so rare like games uh, that are also trying to focus now on an English. Um, I know there's a company, I forget their name, but they've made basic- Does it rhyme with Smultimate Champions? Ultimate yes, Champions. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't know why I got cryptic with it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that is the one. Yeah. So they approached me and they're trying to focus on like an English based uh, fan sort of area analytic i guess or geographic uh, geograph- words demographic um, that's the word i was looking for demographic <laughs> they're trying to focus on english because obviously so rare i think you know with the leagues they've got have a lot of people in europe on board and i think there's a massive untapped market in england for people on so rare i think there's so many people that would play so rare that don't at the moment because it you know they don't have the premier league rights and it's not quite england accessible because it's hard for us to watch a lot of games here um i think so yeah. i would love for them to get the licenses and I, I i do i agree that sentiment i think i am quite confident because there are so many different subcategories and obviously i don't know exactly how it works with nfts nor have i put any effort into learning um but i i do think with with how these things go the premier league probably with the amount of money i've seen being thrown around i saw something for like 400 million or something like that like mm. they're probably going to try and get that from every different company they can I highly doubt yeah. they're trying to pick one company out of a big pool for it. They're probably trying to get, you know, 400 million for the collectibles, 400 million for the video NFT rights, and then 400 million for the gaming NFT. You know, they, they'll try and rinse yeah. that cash cow as much as possible. So I'm not worried. And I'm quite excited for hopefully when they do get the, pre, uh, the Premier League rights as well, because that will just open the game up massively, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those. If, if I was to throw it at you and say tomorrow it's announced they don't get the let's let's have some balance. If I was to throw at you and say they don't get the Premier League rights tomorrow, sell up, get out. I'm gone. I'm, I'm out, out of there. Gone. Yeah, I'm out of there. In I'm going the to mud. Ultimate Champions. <laughs> In the mud. Would you? Would do you think it would affect your so rare experience or your your view of the whole thing? Like, is that something you're hanging hopes on? Not not really, because I think as well. Um, I think it's possible even if they don't get the Premier League rights that they can go to individual clubs and get the rights there. Um, mm. I think they've done that with some clubs already before, I think. I've seen like Liverpool players and West Ham players and things like that in the game. Um, so I wouldn't be too worried. And it's not something I'm super 
super worried about either because I, I already like the aspect of it anyway with how it is with the leagues they've got right now. And the Premier League obviously would enhance this experience for me even more, but I'm, I wouldn't be gutted if they didn't get the Premier League rights because mm. I think I, I think the game has still got a lot of potential anyway. And I think there's there's so much for it right now that one league isn't going to change my experience massively. Yeah. No, I hear you. I think for me, I think it, I would... I would be upset. Upset is like strong. I wouldn't be sitting here like, like I'm a wounds really like upset about it and down. It wouldn't affect my mood for the day. But like <clears throat> when I kind of got into so rare and when I started making content and I have so much, so many eggs in this basket, that it's like, that would mean a lot to me and my future in terms of content and potentially being able to do more of it. Do you know? Yeah. It's like that, that, that brings the platform arguably to the next level, brings a lot of eyes in and potentially gets my YouTube from a small YouTube to like, oh, he's got a decent YouTube that he can maybe live off. <laughs> Do you know? Right. Yeah. And yeah. um, so for me, like there is a lot wagered on it there and and I'm very hopeful. But at the same time, from an actual game perspective, like the Premier League's a hard league, man. I mean, like for SO5, it's there's there won't be as many outliers. And if there are, I guarantee you ninety nine percent of us won't be affording them. Hmm. Like Man City you know, stacks. What do you mean? I'm getting Man, Man City, City stacks. stacks. Man City will be a killer. Man City will just be rotation. Yeah. You know, Pep Roulette, baby. You know, how much are you going to have to pay for a Harry Kane? A lot of money. Edison, Edison will be 400 grand for his like limit. Edison probably be like, yeah, the new most expensive keeper. It's just like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he won't because Allison. You'd like to think Allison would cost more internationally. Does Allison start ahead of him or is it Ederson? I think Edison kind of started over. It? I think Edison might start over Allison. I might be wrong on that, but yeah, I, I I have I, it in my head, Allison. Sure. I think I've I think they shared a bit. Anyway, what I'm getting at is I think from a game perspective, it's actually not the end of the world. But I think in terms of sentiment and people's excitement, there's a lot of people who really, really hope for the Premier League and a lot of people who only care about the Premier League and want to buy players from their beloved Brighton. Do you know? Yeah. There's people like that. So look, we'll see. But um we'll go on and answer a few questions here. Um, I started reading out Jay Frazes about speculating on the potential uh, positive advancements in Sewer. What change could the Sewer team make within the realms of reality, which would enhance the Sewer experience for you with your current gallery? So if you could sort of have one change implemented um, to increase your experience, to enhance it, what would it be? Um, uh, something that I would like on the actual So Rare website would be a way to see a player's floor without clicking on the player and then going over to his the card on the market and filtering, you know, rare and then lowest price yeah. and whatnot. It'd be nice if when I click on the player or maybe hovered over the player, it expanded a little profile and it had like maybe the five listings, last listings of the card or the card's floor and things like that. Because when you do go to sell on the card, especially if you're trying to get a quick sell and you're trying to undercut somebody, it can either, if you don't have so rare data open, it can be a bit of a pain in the bum going and clicking yeah. and clicking through and clicking. There's a lot of stuff to click there and then go back to your club. So that'd be a nice little quality of life addition for me. But apart from that, I can't think of um, many, many like additions on the website. Something I spoke to NEP about that I think would be cool if they got the exclusive licenses to, to each of the top five leagues in Europe, having an SO5 division per league so for example limited bundesliga mm. limited premier league and then the rewards are only from that league i think that would be kind of cool but there's probably some kind of problem in that that i've not thought out that would that would break the game so i think it's one of those that whenever they have the leagues on board in their entirety that becomes really interesting because then you get league specific players or people who love 
love the leagues or diehards and they can play it almost like FPL where a specialty and they can win cards from that league. Like I get that. I think whenever there's more cards in play over after a few years, whenever there's more managers, more places to compete, like that sort of stuff, a hundred percent makes sense. Um, at the minute, it's maybe an issue because of like, how do you make the rewards work with that? I mean, you're splitting up participants here and there and everywhere. You mightn't have all the players in Syria. It does have implications. Um, but it's, it's definitely, I think, like maybe where the future lies. Yeah, for a long time thing, yeah. Something I want to see, and just in general, I just want a more immersive experience. It's a very broad statement, but I want a, 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 an experience, and I think the app will bring it, and maybe some of the announcements this year. At the minute, it's very, you buy and sell players, and you enter them in twice a week. And that's kind of it. And, you know, there's a lot of trade, and there's a lot of research, there's a lot of fun. But even like reward openings could be 10 times more engaging from a content standpoint. I mean, a little animation wouldn't hurt, lads. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of side games, do you know, extra modes. Okay, let me go and try and churn out some XP this weekend. Give me another thing. Give me another thing. Give me another thing. So, like, every week I get to pick an, a player as well, and I can also enter that one NFT in. And if he scores the perfect 100, I get bonus XP on X amount of cards, cards that I own or, that are in his team, cards that, you know weird little side games and things that you can do more utility yeah. more playing and not even necessarily stuff that has to give up rewards give up xp give up stuff in the club shop let's make the club shop um you know if you go into my club i don't even know if you know if this exists because it's shit at the minute have you seen it if you go into your my club and go and look at your page go to achievements, achievements. have you seen this before oh i have seen this thing yeah yeah it's just like bad, isn't it yeah, banners and shit. But why can't those achievements and those coins, and the reason I'm saving them is because I back this idea. Why can't you go in here and buy, I don't even know, like memorabilia experiences? Okay, let's take it away from that. What if you could buy NFT banners that were actually NFTs? Yeah. Do you know, that you could use as your banner, that you could use as your profile. What if you could go in here and buy XP with these coins for cards? Do you know, there's so many different things, and that's one little thing. This progress bar where you're churning out, maybe there's streak rewards for signing into the site every day. Maybe there's there's a million things that could be done, and I just want all of it. I want it to be a really, really engaging game because at the minute, while I'm really engaged because of I love it, I know there's a lot of people who don't spend as much time or aren't as engaged as they could be, particularly on lower budgets, you know? Um, yeah, no, I agree with that. I've had a few people that have said that, especially the people that are trying to get in now, it's just, it's really difficult on a low budget. It really is. Um, yeah. I think that goalkeepers are really expensive. And it, even if you're getting involved in the limited side of things, like I know somebody that, uh, well, someone that DM'd me the other day said he's been playing for a while now in the limited side of things. Um, and he keeps getting things like tier three limited rewards. And it's like 40p to mm. £3.60 in his limited rewards and it's just like you can't it's gonna it take years to to try and get get anywhere with that because now if i mean maybe back a year and a half ago when or two years ago or whatever when you guys got involved and a lot of the ogs got involved you know getting getting a tier three limited back then you maybe get a five or something you can go and buy i've seen people that have bought cards a, a year and a half two years ago for a five that are worth a grand now you know what i mean so mm. but nowadays like it, it's just not enough to compete it's so difficult yeah 
It is. It's hard for people coming in the door now. It is 100%. The contrary of that is that those cards that cost three quid, I mean, it shows that someone could come in and start trading from a five or a tenner. True. It'd be an absolute graft, but it does show that, you know, it's accessible on some level. Um, Paperclip to a house, trading your way up. I mean, it can happen, but I, I understand it is hard. The If I move on to another question... Um, to take us away from so rare a little bit, but still on so rare, Marco Sullivan, uh, Marco Lely wants to know, given the United fan, which United legend would you want the most to add to your collection? Like, who's your guy? On That's on so rare right now? Nah, just or, pick him. If Eric, you could add Eric one. Cantona. Eric Cantona. He's your guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you want a uh, color pop? Yeah, I do. I, I, I feel like... Eric Cantona, I mean, he's the man. Um, Rooney would be cool. I don't know if Rooney's on there mm. or not yet. Rooney would be cool. No. Um, Van der Sar, he'd be mm. really cool as well. Uh, but no, I think Eric Cantona's the guy. You know, he's such Van a cool Nisselroy. guy. Van Nistelrooy is cool. What a finisher he was. But I mean, mm. it's just like the cool factor of Cantona. He was just, he was just ice cold. Yeah. You know, he was just. I, I actually have a real soft spot for Vidic. Yeah, Vidic is a legend as well. I do like Vidic a lot. I try and get Vidic on FIFA every year. Um, yeah. I'm a big, big fan I'd, of Vidic as well. I'd probably go Roy Keane, though, for the Irish connection. There you go. I mean, I to be fair, my family, like I, I, my family all come from Ireland, so I do love a bit of Roy Keane as well. But no, nah, for me, collar popped, little, little, mm. you know, just uh, looking around. I love yeah, him. The, the, what a legend. Yeah. What a legend. What? Where are your family from in Ireland? Uh, oh, my word. I'm going to butcher this. Sligo? Wheels. <laughs> Sligo, yeah. Um, yeah, Sligo's up the, up the up the west coast. Yeah, that's where my yeah. family come from. Um, got a lot of family still there as well. So, Oh, cool. Well, if you're ever over, let's grab a pint. It's miles away from me, but really? yeah, maybe we could grab a pint. The next question is from... Let me see, Dazzer, who was last week's guest. Um, you can go back and listen to that. It's definitely not out of date yet. What would you prefer, Limited Pro or Pro Limited? And he says, come on, Sora, more in-game fun. There must be a member of staff in the office available today to sort this ready for Game Week 256. You don't have any limited cards, I noticed, do you? No, I don't. I did at reason. one point. Um, well, I built a really big champ- champion Europe Limited team originally. Um, I had like... Vinicius Junior, Lewandowski, and I think Muller and a few other big players. And then I thought, I've got so much in this team, but like realistically, I need to be hitting big rewards to yield return. Whereas I could put that into rare and I don't necessarily need to hit as big rewards to get a better return. So for me, I just didn't see a point in spending a lot of money in limited. Um, mm. for that reason I do want to go back to Limited because I think Limited's cool I do like Limited um, obviously it's cheaper than Rare if you want to build like, some of the most expensive teams but I'd like to do Limited as, as a way to sort of test a few things out buy a few different I like what Nep does you know I think he got like a Golden Oldies team and stuff like that like I think that's quite yeah. cool but it's just the the return for it it's just not it doesn't appeal to me you know, like mm. getting a tier two limited card and it'd be worth like, some of them could be worth like 20 quid or something. It's like, eh, 
because I'm really bothered. And to get them, you really do need to hit top scores. Yeah. Like really top yeah. scores. And that's where this question comes in. I suppose it is like that increased utility. Do you know, whenever we have hopefully a limited pro or more divisions and game modes for these limited cards, maybe it takes out some of the superstars into the higher level of the limited mm-hmm. game. And maybe the current iteration of limited becomes more accessible to being a bit of a chancer and, and shooting 450 and getting a reward. Do you know? Like Absolutely, a yeah. For sure. I like, so what I think, I, I don't know if th- there is a way to do this or not, but for me, I think it'd be really cool if you just had some kind of card that people don't typically have in their squads or in their in their uh, teams um, and you get a, re- a reward out of it. I feel like that, that would feel really rewarding. Um, mm. Like for me, I like going and looking at players that not a lot of people are using. Um, and trying to find gems that that may be quite cheap, but definitely have great upside potential. Um, but apart from that, yeah, because like if you look at uh, especially limited, and you just see a lot of them. Oh, there's another Ajax stack. There's another PSG attack, a uh, PSV attack. There's another there's a Bayern stack, and it's just like there's no originality there. I kind of like the uniqueness of some of the. Mm-hmm. I saw a team. Someone won a rare division, I think, a few weeks ago, and he had like PK and. Modric and, and like a lot of old players that not a lot of people are using anymore and I thought that was really cool so that for me that would be an appealing thing if there's some way to like I, I and that's why I like the weeklies you know the max 50 point weeklies that's sick mm. a bit more of that would yeah. be really cool yeah I think it's um I can't wait to see like what comes because I, I really said it enough I back the platform I can't wait to see what sort of changes come soon they have the bank balance they have the engaged community they have the product product to make this just insane so like i can't wait to see what they do because i mean there's there's only going to become more and more and more limited cards and more and more and more players so it's not going to get easier so they're going to have to get creative and i can't wait to see how they do uh what i love using limited cards for is that like whenever you do have the luxury of a gallery the size of mine or people who've been on for a while or whatever else sometimes in rare players get out of hand or out of control quite quickly with their prices and it's like oh well i'm never really gonna buy that am i mm. um or like there's guys who you really like but you're like oh i don't need them or like oh i can't justify that but in limited it's like i'll grab one do you know yeah or, let me dabble in asia i went and bought 10 really top players in asia and it's like now i have exposure to asia few more games that I care about. I wake up on a Saturday morning before any games have even kicked off. I've got results from Japan and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, equally, I've built like a, I've got a load of players from Brazil so that whenever the summer rolls around, I've got something going on, you know, something to keep me going. But I didn't quite want to go and, and spend 5x what I spent and go rare. I was like, yeah. no, let's let's just let's just settle for limited here. This is fun. I'm actually looking there. I need to pick up a, a limited challenger forward or even maybe an under 23 for the weekend. Um, because Nep, I uh, did a video with him there. Anyone listening, you might want to watch it. Uh, I gave him five hundred quid to buy players for my my limited gallery. Um, so he's bought a few crackers there, but now they're they're all going to be sitting doing nothing unless I, I buy one or two more players to kind of complement them. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this weekend. Let's see another question. Um, next up, so rare assist. Do you think the limited divisions are getting too competitive due to the amount of entrants? We've kind of just talked about this. Have you anything else on that? I just I it, it I'm gobsmacked when I see people people again like the podium scores are in the five hundreds. That is just absolutely crazy in limited. That I had understand that in the, the modes where you've got twenty five percent, fifty percent bonuses on players, 
but in limited 500 plus that's crazy i don't know if it happens every week or not i don't really keep up to date with it but i, I know i've seen a couple of like 500 plus scores and that's just meant i don't know how anyone's supposed to compete with that that's just crazy yeah, yeah it's tough i mean it is almost like a lottery ticket you literally um, yeah yeah i think like it's always nice to win like tier ones and star players that enhances the experience and enhances your chances of yielding throughout the year and whatever else. Tier threes, whatever. Tier twos, you you know, you're kind of getting somewhere. But the chances of podiuming are so small and limited. That's why I can't wait and hope that some of the competition is split up a little bit. But it's always going to be the issue. If, if that's the bottom tier of card and there's always new users coming in, at least for the foreseeable, I mean, that's why I say like side games and other ways to make, not necessarily money, make fun, like, to win other ways to compete like i think that's really important to stay engaged um question here from mark simons what have been your best and worst buys while building your gallery i i just thought i'd throw this one at you for a bit of a laugh <laughs> um you're going to cry <laughs> i don't know if i've got a best buy to be honest um trying to think of like players i've got what was my best buy did I make any good money on anyone? Even if it's not money, even if it's one that's won you something or you got him at a good time before he hit four. Oh, like... No, I, I've I've won three rewards in my entire lifetime. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not great. I'm trying to look um, You've probably sold them all, have you? Yeah, I think so. Uh yeah, yeah. I just got rid of them. They were all they were all tier threes as well. Mm. What was my best? I'm trying to think what my best buy was. What was my best buy? I so there's no best. Question. What's the worst? Worst <laughs> buy? Oh no! Um, I've had a few stinkers. Uh, I, I, for some reason, thought I would try and get involved in in the super rare category, but I didn't want to spend a lot of money, so I tried to pick up a few a few super rares, and it just didn't go very well. I, I tell you what, my best buy was actually super rare Bart Van Hintum. That was my best buy. I picked Bart, him up for Bart Van Hintum. Yep. At Groningen, 35-year-old yep. defender. He's had yep. some nice scores there. You'll see my uh, my purchase and sell of him. What's weird, actually, if you look at that, um, is there, there's some really dodgy trading going on with him in the super area. Super oh, area. my goodness. Very weird, isn't it? If you, like the, the, the same person buys him twice from the same person then sells him twice to the same person. Very, very strange. I smell multi-accounting. I smell a bit of multi-accounting there as well. And you know what? I I figured it out. So I should hire me. You figured it out what's happened? I don't know, but something's... Oh, you figured out that they're multi-accounting? I I thought um, you just came to some grand conclusion. No, No, I just... I think so I should hire me as an early detective. Um... No, These guys I, are like washing money or something. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I showed Nep and I said there's like some kind of money laundering or something going on here. This is very, very weird, very suspicious. But like, like I picked him up for like three hundred pounds and I got I got like five hundred for him. So you know that, yeah. that was probably my best buy so far, and that was only in like a two day period. Um, my worst buy though, if I had some stinkers, Lewandowski's really mm. down for me. I bought him, I bought him at a very, very much a high. And then my first not three games. Not quite game as weeks, high as the Not quite as high as the Panthers, no. <laughs> but I mean, I bought rare Lewandowski though. He only did limited. Um, it's yeah. a bit more painful for me because I bought lower 
I think I paid about seven and a half, seven thousand two hundred, seven thousand three hundred pounds or something like that for him. Oh, do you think time. in pounds, like the the new age of of so rare users? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know what the ETH conversion is. That's the thing. So no, I just, I just do it in pounds. Yeah. So I picked him up for about seven thousand four hundred pounds, I think it was, and then I I buy him, and the first two game weeks, for, sorry, yeah, for, first game week, he gets his lowest score he's ever had. On so rare in all of his time it was a 33 brilliant that's just great thanks wow. thank you very much robert then he goes and he does well after that but it was in a it was in a week that it didn't affect me at all because i had two players that played really badly mm. and then he goes and scores 240 pointers let's go great thank you very much and then i don't captain him one week and he scores a hat trick in 30 minutes get in mm. so i'm doing well with Lewandowski so far ah uh, he'll come good he'll come It'll come good, and then maybe he'll go off to somewhere and Hopefully. score a million goals for another couple that's, of years. That's what I'm hoping. Um, I've seen links of him or talk of his Bayern contract, and he wants to leave this summer if they won't extend it or something. But um, George wants to know when will costs go down for European players towards the end of the season, right after the season ends, or a month after the season ends? And some people are saying they're already dropping, my friend. They are already dropping. I think they're definitely um, dropping. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. I think it'll drop until a f- couple of weeks before the end of the season. And then that's like, I think people are expecting a drop at the end of the season. So people are trying to be clever and yeah. sell before the drop, thus bringing the drop forward. <laughs> and I think then people are waiting to the end of the season to buy, but they're very quickly going to realize, oh, this is the dip. And then mm-hmm. people will start buying. And actually, I feel like instead of the drop or the dip happening logically at the end of the season for a period of a few weeks, I think it's been brought forward and we're in it, baby. But saying that, maybe, I, I don't know, I haven't been monitoring the, the prices around the globe. Unless the Asian prices and American prices and whatever are looking pretty good, maybe there's a general dip in the so rare market across the board unrelated to the seasons or form. Maybe it's to do with more NFT sentiment and so rare sentiment. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I, I thought when I first got in, it looked like it looked like the last sort of month and a half. If I was to look at it from a, uh, a, a financial point of view and a, and a, I was like, I was looking at spreadsheets and stuff. It, it looks as if we've just kind of been in a boom and now it's slowly going down a little bit again. Like if we're talking strictly economical, it looks like the market boomed a little bit and we saw incredibly high prices for a lot of players. And at the moment, it seems like quite a lot of players across the board are dropping a bit. And I don't know, maybe that has something to do with people thinking there's no Premier League rights. I have no idea what what people think on so rare. But to me, yeah, it looks like there was a bit of a boom and it's maybe coming down a little bit now. But if it follows the the laws of economics, I guess um, we'll probably likely see another boom and another drop and another boom and another drop and it will continue like that because that's how a lot of markets go. Um, mm. But I would say if you're looking to buy, yeah, if you're looking to buy European players, it's probably a good time. It looks like it anyway. I don't want to say buy, but because I don't know, but you know, it looks it looks. I've definitely lost a lot of money if I was to sell everything right now. That's for sure. So yeah. Yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see how it kind of ages. I don't know, but I'm I'm interested because it's one of those where like we can sit and try and speculate and project and 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 guess, but 
unfortunately, like there isn't exactly a large sample size. It's not like this yeah, platform's true, been around for true, 10 years yeah. and we look back and go like, oh, well, this is the the dip that happens every year. And inevitably when dips happen, then people start to try and preempt them and get smarter next year. And then it just kind of drags it forward or, or adjusts yeah. it. It's, it's a weird one. I think it's really hard. And people keep asking me about limited cards and their prices and what they're going to do. And I'm like, this is the first time we've ever seen this with limited cards. They only existed since August. Like, mm-hmm. They haven't been around a year, so we haven't even seen a cycle. And the platform's boomed, and a lot of things have happened. It's like, it's impossible to speculate on this. I think yeah. you can come up with rational explanations, but can anyone say with any level of conviction what's going to happen? I don't think so. Um. So, yeah. Let me see. Any other questions? Um. <laughs> tips for beginners talk to me like i'm 12 is there I'll, I'll ask you one thing is there any tip you would have for a beginner just give me one your biggest one is there anything you regret and then you wish you knew buy low sell high easy beans easy oh, there you go. Just you're it. welcome and i'll take a cut of what millions you make sell high retire yeah. oh no um my problem <laughs> my biggest problem is that i'm incredibly impulsive as a person and i'm very mm. impatient so i will often take a lower price I won't. Don't fucking lowball me. Um, I have been known. <laughs> I have been known to take a lower price for a card because I want to buy another card, right? I just want to get oh. it done without having to put more money on the platform. Um, so that's definitely a mistake that I've made. That I would say try and be as patient as possible. Don't just accept a lower offer because you want to get the money now to go and buy somebody else. Because ultimately, like it's not worth it, in my opinion. Um, that's definitely the one piece of advice I give. If you're impulsive like me stop yeah oh i've been there i've been there like i mean i remember at the start it is one of those i think whenever you're clambering for your first cards and you're all excited you come in and you try and scatter going and buy and you want this and you see it in this new shiny thing and you'll move heaven and earth to get it and you'll give up way too much to pavel or whoever else <laughs> trade yeah. because you just want your guy yeah i think it's a luxury though once you you're a bit more established in the platform and you don't need to make moves Mm-hmm. but you want to make moves, it's kind of, it's different. Or maybe you just mellow out. I, I don't know what it is, but now I'm really like really persistent and like patient when it comes to like, if people send me offers, my cards are in the market. If it's not a fair offer, even if I want to sell the guy, if it's like, that's a bullshit offer, even if it's like 2% off, not 2% off what I'm asking. I mean, if it's 2% off what I kind of have as my bottom line, I'm not at the stage now where I'm like, do you know what? I'll just do it. Yeah, I'm kind of more like, nah, fuck off, just get out of here, you know. And and it's more profitable long term. And even when I'm trying to get guys, like there's a couple of guys I've been selling offers for recently, and like people aren't biting. Before I would have sent them way too much to try and get the offer of the line. Now I'm just like, you know what it is, and piss off. You can come back to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's just experience or if that is, as I say, a bigger gallery, being around a bit longer, not being in a position where I have to make any major moves. Yeah, um, that I think that definitely comes. That definitely helps having the bigger gallery. I think that's one thing I want to work on over the next year. Is I've uh, so far I've bought quality uh, if I can. You know, I'll go for the Lewandowski's. I go for the high scorers. But also, what I need to probably do is maybe instead of going and selling a few of my other players, like for example, I'm going to sell the Toko Akambe and whatnot. But maybe it's smarter to actually hold on to him instead so that i don't have to go and buy somebody in in three weeks time you know if they've got a, a europa league game and I, I don't have a forward for example like i was in now so that's definitely one thing building the galleries is a big thing i think 
Um, and I was going to do it. I was hoping to do it just by, by building up with rewards and stuff, but yeah, it's proving harder to get rewards than I thought. I, I came in here. Mm. I was like, I'm just gonna get a few podiums, you know, 30th for my first week. Easy. Get a few podiums and I'm dipped. Oh. You know? Um, not quite yes, easy, is it? this time last year I had four podiums in a month and then the platform blew up and I haven't podiumed since. And I've been on the podium twice like i mean competitively on the podium twice in the last week and a half and both times i came fourth and i came sixth and it's like i just want that podium i want to win i want to i want want to win i want to win um but in terms of um i think like obviously whenever you do have the bigger gallery whenever you've been around a bit longer you have the luxury like when people are first signing up they don't have the luxury of the expendable money at the minute to be like oh do you know what i'll just buy this guy in case Mm. in two years he's amazing but whenever you get the more established gallery and you're there, then you can go like, okay, I'm going to buy this guy and wait six months. I'm going to buy this guy and wait nine months. Um, and once you get to that stage, then you really start to level up. Because I've said it before a few times, the January transfer window this time around was huge for me, like huge for me. From a bunch of DMPs and guys who didn't play, I went from an under 23 struggling to find like a pro rare pro team, like good super rares for it to being handed like i got let me see here I've nico williams was the big one wasn't it nico williams absolutely yeah with him. nico williams was huge um and then kulisevsky's transfer yeah has been amazing yeah. and the last one was fabian de kaiser getting the game um and a lot of those other under 23s and all like you know they're, they're doing okay and whatever else but like they were plays that I could make based on the position I was in. If I had started out late, there was no way I was buying those guys because like there were risks mm-hmm. and a lot of those risks don't come off, but whenever they do come off, um, they're, they're amazing. But quick flex, something I don't really do on the podcast, not even a flex, just like, I don't really talk about my own gallery too much here, uh, but I made a few significant purchases over the last week since I last recorded and won a couple of good cards, but um, I brought in Odegaard. Um, yeah, that. Very happy. I've I've always liked Odegaard. I really liked him when he was at Sociedad. I really, really, really rated him. And when he came to Arsenal, I was a bit disappointed in his lack of game time and stuff and maybe involvement, but he's really coming into his own now. And I was like, I need to get aboard this train because I love him as a player. I just think he's so classy. Um, I traded a reward I got for a Jeremy Pino at Villarreal. Um, okay. We baller. Probably a bad time. His price is a bit inflated because he hit 100 a couple of weeks back. I think he got a hat-trick. Yeah, but that. Four he's goals in one game. Scorer. Yeah, uh, yeah, four goals. Not a great scorer at the minute, but definitely one for the future. I picked up Pierre Kalulu at Milan. He, again, I actually picked him up. I went, to, I sent the offer before the game with Empoli and he scored a goal and I was like, I need to buy him. So I went and snap bought because I was like, his price is just going to go up. Um, and he scored 100. But the reason I buy him is that I know an AC Milan fan, shout out Martino. He actually edits a lot of this podcast. Shout out Martino. He's been saying to me, get Kalulu, get Kalulu, get Kalulu. And his word wasn't enough. So I had to go and I was in Manchester meeting some some so rare guys and a guy was an AC Milan fan. And I said, who's one player you like? And Kalulu came up in conversation again. I said, well, that's good enough for me. Two Milan fans, you know, both pumping Kalulu to me. I was like, I have to get the kid. And then the last one was I picked up Hakimi. I got Hakimi because... I have uh, Nuno Mendes and Donnarumma and I hope with next season that's like the under 23 super stack of the year. Yeah. But um, that's that. they're my moves over the last week. Big moves. Big money moves. 
I went and Big bought match. a. Uh, I went and sorted out my under twenty three team last week or in the last oh, yeah? week. Yeah, but I've gone with a sort of Argentinian league team because I want that that Probably. sort of summer utility. Um, and they'll also have the utility now because they do. They do a. It's it's quite strange how they do it, isn't it? They do a like a almost knockout thing now, and then the proper league starts in I think early June or something like that. So mm-hmm. they have like utility up until May and then stop for a month and then. But yeah, so I picked up um, pretty much River Plate's entire roster. That's a, that's quite young. No, I, I picked up oh, Barco, baby. Alvarez, and Enzo Fernandez, which were big purchases. Um, yeah. So I'm interested with Julian Alvarez. I don't know. I didn't actually check when he actually goes to Man City, but I'm interested Probably to see what over the summer. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be in July or June. Um, that's mm. what I'm intrigued. I don't know if it'll be when the um, transfer window opens in the Premier League or whether it'll be later on with that. Because I, I don't mm. know if they agreed. Obviously, River, River Plate will have to have been thinking their league goes over whilst their transfer window opens. So I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but he's one mm. that I picked up. And I don't know if I'm... I'm thinking about maybe selling him over the summer anyway. Um, I don't plan on holding him for too long because I don't see him getting loads of minutes for Man City if they've just agreed to sign Erling Haaland. I can't see him yeah. really starting much. So, well, is he is he an out-and-out striker or is he more of a winger? I thought he was a winger, but I don't. I, I honestly don't know. It was just... I think he's a number nine. I think he is because yeah. United wanted to sign him as well. I'm pretty, I, I, th- I think he's a number nine. I might be wrong, but I'm, I think he is an, uh, an out-and-out number nine. Um, and isn't this the joy of watching football from all over the world that you never would have yeah. cared about and trying to speculate on where people might play? Like, yeah, it's mad. The I'll ask you a question. I'll answer it, and then we'll do the one thirty-seven game and wrap up. Something I've started trying to ask people is: Did you win any rewards last week, uh, or in the last week or two that were notable that you want to talk about? Nope. No, you didn't my, win any. No, I'm terrible. I'm awful. It's so rare. I have so many <laughs> good players that never win rewards. I've won three rewards in three months, and they've all been tier threes, two tier three limiteds. And a tier yeah. three rare. And one of those limits as well was a cheat. I cheated. I don't cheat, but basically <laughs> in Champion Europe, there was only two games that week. It was Leicester versus, I think, Burnley. And it was Sociedad versus Mallorca, I yeah. think it was. And I went and just bought a Sociedad stack. And I didn't. I still got a tier three despite buying literally their best scorers. And then you probably had to take a loss <laughs> selling them on. Yep. I'm just great at this game. I'm so good. Take all my advice. <laughs> Take all his advice. <laughs> I won two rewards this week. I've actually had the best couple of weeks um, ever, maybe, I've had. I think since I last spoke on this podcast, I've won an Ellie's Skihiri um, over at FC Cologne. I think that's how you say all those things. Garisha Promel, who plays at Union Berlin, I won his super rare. I won Abdel Kahar Kadri. I think he plays for Courtrike. Um... I won a big one, which was Elte Bayender, the under-23 goalkeeper over at Fenerbahce. And then yeah. I won a Carl Tokowakambi, which I sold to you. Yeah, you So did. it's been a really productive couple of weeks, like uncharacteristically for me. Sorry to rub it in whenever you said you've won none and I've won all that. But like, I'm just hoping I can keep going until the end of the season because like, I'm starting to feel a bit of imposter syndrome when I'm actually like winning stuff. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> Let's hope there's a tier zero around the corner. But... That's the kind of update my gallery, a bit about yours. Uh, something I'll throw at you before we go is the 137 game. Every week I ask the guests at the end of the podcast to try and 
pick two players playing on the upcoming game week to combine for a score of 137 because this podcast is brought to you by 137 p.m if you're watching on youtube please like the video and subscribe if you're listening you can go over and find this on youtube if you want to see our pretty faces um haber that's actually kind of false advertising pretty pretty faces not so much i mean speak for yourself <laughs> yeah that's a bit hurtful john <laughs> um go on then give me two players give me two players oh um i'm gonna say marco verratti and dimitri Payet. two midfielders i think they're both gonna get in the 60s i think i think i think that they them two well i think one of them will get like in the 70s and one will get in the 60s but yeah i think those two if you hit 136.5 to 137.4 points, you will win an Atibo card. Um, you might know the story, but it goes down in so rare folklore, collectible, incredibly culturally relevant. I'll tell you the story afterwards, but like this is a card you want. Um, it does bring bad luck to galleries, though, so maybe you don't. Um, last week's guest, Dazzer, scored 106 with a 39 and a 67 for the lads he picked. Um, so yeah, not not a great effort, but better than some. Uh, at least they didn't have a DMP. But um, mm. Ryan, look, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks a million. I really Thank appreciate you having you me. I appreciate on. it. It's always nice to hear the perspective of like people relatively new or coming in um, from other spaces, and and, and their what do you think? Is there anything you want to plug or send people to before you leave? Um, just my affiliate link. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> piece of shit um it's funny like because i always ask people that and everyone says oh you can find me on twitter and this and then i get the fifa youtubers and you're all like nah i don't need to plug anything <laughs> i i always feel awkward plugging my own stuff because it's like i don't know it's just, i don't even i don't think people on so well would actually want to watch fifa to be honest it's like mm. one thing i do on on fifa sorry i'm going on the sandra we want to go but i i keep no. I keep opening packs and finding players and be like, I've got him on so rare. Did it with Andrade, the uh, Seattle Sounders CB. Packed him. Yeah. He's, like, he's a golden on rare on FIFA. I was like, chat, I've got him on so rare. This guy scores great. So, yeah. And a lot of them have the same like photos because they get them taken yeah. on like photo day. Yeah. So yeah. it's like really like, that's my guy. I own that image. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. Um, but look, I suppose people can find you at It's Haber on uh, Twitter anyway. Um, Twitter's yeah. where the, most of the so rare community lives. So, um, and you have a YouTube channel, etc. There in your bio. But um, look, honestly, Ryan, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your time, and maybe we'll chat again down the line. Absolutely, thank you very much. That's it for this week's episode. Big thanks to Haber again for coming on. Absolute pleasure to meet him. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please do consider leaving a review on Apple or Spotify now. It'll only take you two seconds, I promise, and I will love you forever. We'll see you next week for another episode of a great guest lined up already.